Sometimes we just don't have the luxury of time or coming up with a plan when we are wanting to quit our jobs. Either we can be let go from one day to the next, or there might be some sort of situation that is requiring us to leave without being able to plan an exit strategy. It can feel really tough, but it's honestly a reality that sometimes we face in our life. And today I'm going to share some actions that you can take right now if you're facing unemployment or having to escape that job really quickly or unexpectedly. So let's jump right in. Tired of staying in your career because of everyone else's expectations? Frustrated by the curveballs life has thrown your way? Unsure of how to navigate the journey ahead? If you said yes, say hello to your new hangout. Welcome to the Reinvention Warrior Podcast. I'm your host, Susie Q. Just like you, I was desperate to leave my 16-year career while also navigating major life hurdles. Rather than be a victim, I faced my fears, created a plan, and took action. I overhauled my life and successfully left corporate. Now, it's your turn. This is the place where your determination takes center stage. You'll learn strategies to navigate the chaos and your transformation will be unleashed. It's time to armor up, ladies. We are warriors. Let's blaze our own path. Welcome back, warriors. I am so pumped about today's episode because it was inspired by an email that I received from one of you listeners with the initials KM, so you know who you are. But I'm just so grateful for hearing her insight, her perspective, and the feedback that she was sharing with me that I think really is going to serve each and every one of you. So that's what inspired today's episode. And funny enough, as I was kind of outlining what I wanted to share today, I realized that this is very similar to the last episode that I just published, which was episode 92, and it was called Where to Get Started When You Want to Quit Your Job Immediately. And because it's true, sometimes we just gotta go or we get let go unexpectedly. But the difference between today's episode that I really want to focus on is that there's a little twist to it, and it's called single motherhood, because the truth is, that there is a different season that we sometimes experience and we have to navigate things considering our children's needs and considering like we can't just quit our job and be done and not have to worry about how we bring in money, right? Like that's just not something that we can avoid. And interestingly enough, this listener not only is a single mom, but my newest client is also a single mom. And guess what? If you haven't been here a while, I was actually a single mom too. So I actually navigated this exact scenario and I'm just going to give you like a little high level snippet of what I was going through so that you can understand that I'm not just speaking about this from a, oh, you know, you're just making assumptions or anything like that. This is what I experienced when uh, my daughter was really young. And I was in your shoes. I just want you to really comprehend that although it feels really, really hard, it is possible. Like that's the very first thing I want to say before I even share about what my experience was. 
but that it, it, it is a season of difficulty. It is a challenging time, no doubt about it. It's not going to just be a walk in the park and simple thing to face, but I believe in you. That's the very first thing I want you to know. And you are absolutely capable of navigating this because it gets really lonely being a single parent and trying to manage all the things on our own. So I get it. I know where you've been because I've been right in your shoes. So that's the first thing I want you to know. So what did my scenario look like? Well, I was from one day to the next let go from my job. So it wasn't something that I knew was coming. It was just very sudden and I was in shock. I had just gotten a new apartment with my daughter and she was just barely two years old. Like she had just, I want to say had just had her birthday. I just had her very first uh, birthday party in my own place. So yeah, she was a little, little teeny thing. Um, so two years old and I had no, no backup plan and no other options, right? Like it wasn't like I anticipated this and I was like, okay, well, let me start looking around and seeing what's on the market or anything like that. At the time, I had no degree to lean on. Um, I had been one class shy of my associate's degree before when I was in Florida, and I never finished it. So I didn't even complete my associate's degree. I was receiving absolutely no child support because, as I call him, the sperm donor, um, never was really a part of my daughter's life. So I have essentially raised her on my own with the exception of random like 20 bucks, 40 bucks that would pop in because child support was trying to find uh, a way to garnish wages. But, you know, sneaky people like to do sneaky things and I'm going to leave it at that. And being that there was no child support, there was no financial means of helping me. Well, guess what? There was no father figure to help care for her, right? And to not have to pay the expensive child care and figure out what am I going to do when I'm trying to job hunt and I can't afford daycare and all the things like it was all on me and I was barely 24 years old at the time and I'm super grateful I mean I had family that was able to help me every once in a while but I didn't really want to be a burden on anybody so it was like all right you know like pull your big girl panties on and you're gonna figure this out like we are strong we are smart we are determined. We are fighters, right? Because we're warriors. I mean, that's what this show is all about. And so we learn what we need to do. And so that's what I'm hoping with these things that I share with you that I did in that moment will help you if you find yourself in this position yourself. So here's what I did. Step number one, and this is just me being fully transparent here, is I grieved. I was really pissed off. I got really sad. I felt disappointed. I felt like I let myself, um, like fail. You know, I felt like I failed. I was a disappointment for my daughter, and obviously she didn't know, she didn't understand. But I was just really emotionally spent, and I felt frustrated. So I just let out all my emotions. I allowed myself to have my big baby moment and cry about it, be pissed about it, write about it, because that's how I process. I just write things out. But you do whatever feels good to you in that moment. But you're allowed to be pissed off. You're allowed to be angry. You're allowed to feel frustrated. Those are all normal things that we experience. 
but I, I knew that I need to just like get it all out because I was not okay with what had just happened, but I had to accept it. So I had to grieve it in order to like walk away, let it go and say, okay, now let's get into action mode. So you need to do that too. Like grieve that loss. It is a loss, you know, whether it was a great job or not. And for me, it really wasn't, but it was paying my bills. It was supporting me and my baby family, which was me and my daughter, you know? So it was definitely frustrating and disappointing, but you, you know, you learn that you got to go through that process and then, all right, let's figure out how we're going to power through. So then the next step, step number two. So I hope you've got a journal. First of all, let me just tell you, because I didn't tell you that before I jumped right into these, but grab a notebook, like seriously, jot these ideas down because I'm just going to blurt a bunch of them. And so I want you to really have these captured so that you can start to brainstorm how this will work for you in your life, in your scenario, and based on your needs. And actually, let me also say to that is everyone's needs look a little bit different, okay? So I promise you that when I show up here to the show, I try my best to think of as many scenarios as possible, but I understand that each and every one of us has different things, and so there's intricacies and different desires, different needs, different obligations that we have. So this may not be a end-all, be-all plan for you, but it's a very good start And then you can drill down from there and make this work for you. So please don't feel like this is restrictive or that, you know, you can't deviate from it. Like these are just ideas of what my experience was, what I did, and what I'm suggesting as ideas. And then you go ahead and tailor it to your needs. But feel free to make this work for you and your family. All right, so step number one, let me just recap since I kind of went off track and on on a little tangent there, but... Step number one is you're going to grieve what you're feeling. Like, just give yourself permission to grieve. And we don't sit in it for, like, ten days. Like, all right, I'm going to be pissed off for a day, maybe even two. I'm going to, you know, be sad about it, do my thing. And then it's time to, like, get into power mode, right? Step number two, I job hunt. Yes, I job hunted. Like, there was no other option. I had to get the bills paid, and there was no one else taking care of it. And when you're a single mom and you're doing all the things by yourself... There's like no extra pennies for anything. There is just the truth of the matter. So I knew I had to make sure my bills were getting paid and there was no way around finding another job because there was no other support, like I said. So what did I do? I went to a temp agency and now I've heard, I've seen some here and there. I don't know that they're as big as they were at the time when I was going through this experience. But nowadays, there are just so many options online that we can lean on. You know, I've seen Indeed and there's all these different platforms that you can like submit for interest. Um, Like I've got these skills, find me jobs in these categories, in this city. And there's so many ways that you can do this. So don't feel limited. Like there are options. If you have a particular skill, like let's say, I don't know, I'm just going to throw a random idea, graphic design. You can go onto websites where you can say, hey, I'm willing to do graphic design projects for podcasters. I'll just use me as an example. You know, graphic graphic design services for podcasters and you create their podcast art or you create their social media graphics or blog post or whatever. But that way you can get like a little bit of extra cash, you know, there is no there's no other way for me to put it but to be resourceful, right? In this moment, you're just being resourceful. So, and if there's a temp agency where you live, because obviously every city, every country is completely different, 
but find local agencies. I think there's really a lot of power for the in-person touch and different ways that you can find and connect to opportunities. So what I did, like I said, was went to a temp agency and I just job hunted, you know, pull out like back in the day, it was pulling out a newspaper or now you can even do like, you know, we had classified ads. So now you can even look like on Craigslist, I've seen jobs and there's so many online ways that you can look for jobs. So that's the next thing you can do. Then step number three, this is a huge one, is evaluate your finances. And honestly, this is getting down to the nitty gritty of what is that bare minimum income that you need to bring in? Like what is that bottom dollar? Because the truth is that we sometimes over, uh, overspend or overinflate what we actually need because, hey, I threw in some extra items in my grocery cart or whatever. And so what I want you to really consider here is that there are minimums where we can like strip a lot of things away and say, okay, like my bare minimum would really be this. And then if you have extra, that's great. But at least we can have a starting point. And then once you have that bare minimum, you know, threshold, then you can start thinking about like, okay, do I want a full-time versus a part-time job? Maybe there's benefit to one or the other for you and your situation. And especially with childcare, right? Because let's just be real. Childcare is one of the biggest expenses. So it's something that we have to navigate as single moms that not anyone else is really considering or thinking about to that degree. Um, the next thing is looking at your expenses, right? Because I evaluating means truly evaluating like I want you to look at are there any expenses that you can reduce costs that you can cut are there subscriptions that you don't even use or that you're just like that's a nice to have but I don't need to have it right now um, an example I want to give you for my own life is internet service like when we where we used to live well and still I think internet everywhere is very expensive like when you have it hardwired to your house well we found an alternative because we were traveling across the country and we ended up keeping it as our primary internet for our home and it is the best and it's essentially a, a wireless tower or an internet tower from our cell phone provider so look into that option and it, it was significantly less I think we pay 40 or 50 dollars per month Versus like a hundred and something per month. We don't have standard cable. We don't have any of that stuff. We have like those fire sticks and, you know, the Amazon Prime sticks and all those things. But sorry if you know way more about that than I do. But I'm just letting you know, like we don't pay for all those bundles and packages, which they can be great. But we recognize that it was something that we weren't even using. So why pay for a service that is pretty pricey? that you don't even need and especially with your kid you know with our kids like sure it's nice to have cable or cartoons and things like that for them but we can pop in a movie just the same way and especially what I'm trying to get you to think about is temporary downgrades okay temporary um, minimizing of the expenses so that you're not just uh, like uh, what's the term I'm thinking of um, but basically you're just not like just letting all this money leak out into places that are not benefiting you and just stressing you out even more. Um, and the other one is cell phones. Cell phone plans are very expensive, right? Like, let's just be real. And my daughter just had to replace hers. And she was like, Oh my God, mom, my phone costs so much. 
yeah, well, welcome to adulthood, unfortunately. <laughs> but um, take a look at those things like where can you cut back, insurance policies, all those things. Like sometimes we have these insane coverages and it's like, okay, is it possible that we could go with a different provider and get the same coverage but for less money? I've been doing that. I cost compare and it's not because... I'm, you know, struggling financially. It's just like, I, why wouldn't I want to have the best insurance at the best price, you know, and be mindful of where my money goes and how I spend it and then use the money I save on other things that I want to enjoy. So just keep those things in the back of your mind. Then here are some like just truthful, honest things that I want you to think about. Because as a single mom, childcare is probably the biggest expense that we have. And what I learned, and I can't remember the name of the program, so I apologize, but there was a program that I was able to file for that essentially helped me with reducing the cost of my my daughter's childcare at the time. And so I had to submit paperwork. They wanted to see what my income was. And um, they basically gave me not an allowance, but they reduced the cost so I didn't pay the full price. And I have to imagine that this is available in a lot of different places or things like this are available. So really just look into what are some options that can help you out. Then the other thing I had done is here in the U.S., and I'm assuming this is statewide, um, but we had WIC and it was women, infants, and children. Um, but essentially it helped me with food for myself and my daughter. And this was actually something that I did when I was pregnant with her because I left her father, her sperm donor. We're just going to say sperm donor because that's really what I see him as. But I um, left him when I was four months pregnant with her and I was on my own. And thankfully I was with family at the time. But that only lasts so long. And so when I was pregnant and when she was an infant, well, not when I was breastfeeding, but um, when she started getting formula as she got older, it helped to care for me because I was growing the baby. But then it helped with feeding her and it was like milk, cheese. It was like more um, healthier food choices. I couldn't like go buy a steak or anything like that. But it was really to have basic needs for her. Oh, her baby cereal, I remember that helped with her baby cereal. So things like that, um, where there are resources for caring for ourselves and our kiddos that we can find um, available to us. So I just really want you to be resourceful. Go do some research and see what you have access to in your area. And then the last thing I'll say on this uh, finance topic is really looking into unemployment as a temporary option until you are able to get a job because if you get let go suddenly you have no backup plan right like there's nothing coming in right away so I just want you to recognize that it's okay to lean on these options that we have available to us on a temporary basis and I say that because sometimes we feel shame around that and it feels frustrating and we're like no but I'm better than that and you know, I just don't want to reduce myself to doing that. And I hear you. I felt that way too. But then I realized I was doing a disservice to my daughter because I wasn't going to be able to properly care for her. And then on top of it, I was going to be extra stressed because I didn't know if I was going to make ends meet. 
And that was no place for me to be as her parent when I was in the situation that I couldn't really control or that I was very limited to what my options were. And I maybe I had to quit suddenly, you know, if I if that had been my position. So I just want you to understand that there is no shame in this. Things happen. Sometimes we need temporary assistance and that's okay. Like we do not need to let that hold us back and say, oh no, that's not for me. Because the truth is that these are resources that are for us when we're in times of need. And I bet that you have worked extremely hard in your career, in your life. And when you find yourself in a place of financial stress, this is in a temporary means to an end. So do not feel like you cannot utilize it as a tool for yourself and for your family. And one more thing I forgot is because where we move now in Tennessee, I see these all over and I think it is amazing and phenomenal. But there are local food pantries that are just, hey, come in, grab what you need. If you ever find yourself in a place where you have additional resources and you can help us restock, we would appreciate it, you know. There are options, so please look into what's around you and see what you can gain access to. Next thing is number four is barter. Now, this one I did not do myself um, entirely. I did some of these things. I'll tell you which ones. Um, But I think it's something that now is way more accessible, so that's why I wanted to talk about it. And when I be when I say bartering, I'm talking about like, can I do something for you and then you pay me or can I do something for you and you just do something for me that, you know, then we're not paying each other, but we're swapping out services or skills or whatever. So let's say like that graphic designer I talked about earlier. What if you're a graphic designer and you're like, hey, I can do a graphic design for a, a podcast or for a social media template, blah, 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 whatever it is in exchange for and then you ask for I need formula for my baby. I need this or that. You know, whatever it is that you are needing in that moment or that could benefit you, don't be afraid to ask. And you basically are swapping it for someone else. Now, this one is one that I wish I had, but I didn't know a whole lot of moms at the time. But I was thinking about this in terms of like swapping babysitting with one another. So let's say there's a mom that you know and she's struggling with like, finding time for herself or finding time to run her errands and the babies, you know, just make it that much harder. And you can be like, hey, while you go grocery shopping, why don't you let me, you know, babysit your kiddos and then you take care of my kiddos while I go to this interview for an hour. I don't know, you know, like, let's just think of some scenarios here where that might be beneficial. Um, But that would be a great way that you guys, you don't have to pay each other. You're just basically swapping it out for one another in like an hour for an hour, right? So think of ways that you could do that. Maybe even carpooling with a friend so that way you're you're not uh, utilizing as much money on fuel. And then this is one thing that I've noticed a lot, which is Facebook groups that people will trade unwanted items for needed items. So they'll say, you know, I'll trade in this bicycle and I'm looking for a baby car seat or I'm looking for whatever, you know, and they start listing things out. Like I've got these five items and I'm looking for these five items. Do any of, do you have any of these or is there something else? I'm open to some ideas. And then I also see where people post like, hey, I'm looking for either someone to fulfill this job or someone to hire me for this job. And they're like oddball things. It's like pulling weeds, painting, cleaning, you know, a toilet, cleaning the house, cleaning whatever, organizing something for you. 
So get creative. Like this is where we can get creative and I think it's super cool. And then step number five is community and support. So this I did lean on um, a bit at the time which is, are there local mom groups? Unfortunately, that didn't exist at the time. We didn't have that many resources then. Um, keep in mind, my daughter is just has just turned 19, so this was 17 years ago. So things changed a bit. I don't even know if Facebook was around then. But finding local mom groups. Like, I get on Facebook now, and I'm looking for local mom groups. I look for local business owner groups, you know. And even, not necessarily just mom groups, which I think that's a great option, but even like career groups, you know, if there's a particular career path that you're on, is there a group for graphic designers? Because that's the example we're using today. Um, the other one is if you belong to a church, like reach out to them. Usually they have so many support uh, options and resources, connections. Uh, and then the other thing that you can look for is just local free events. Uh, where you can just meet other people even if there's markets and things you can see are there any of the vendors hiring there's job fairs but essentially the overall concept here that I really want you to grasp is finding connections because once we hear of someone that is like hey I'm gung-ho about this thing or I'm looking to do xyz and you come across someone that oh wait you need that service or you need help with that I know someone who said She's looking for work in that, and then they connect you, and it's such a beautiful thing. So I really want you to put that thinking hat on and think of ways that you can incorporate these things into your life and what you can do to start taking these action steps, especially, like I said, sometimes that fire is right under our butt, you know, and we're like, oh, go, 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 I got to figure this out right now. And I just want you to recognize that these are some options you can incorporate there's plenty more that I'm sure you could probably think of, but I hope these help get those wheels turning for you and that you understand like, hey, you know, it is scary, it is uncomfortable, it's disappointing sometimes, but I am going to figure this out because I'm an amazing mom, I'm an amazing woman, I'm an amazing warrior, and I'm going to figure this out. Like, I'm not giving up, I'm not quitting on me, I'm not quitting on my family. I'm going to make this happen. And these are some ways that you can do that. So I am hoping that you are looking forward to how you can incorporate these options and really find ways to like jump into where it feels right for yourself. Like that's really what I want to highlight here. Maybe some of these things you're like, no, they don't necessarily apply to me. Okay, cool. Find what does, incorporate what does, and then just go from there. And then last thing before I let you go, I want to let you know that I have a link in today's show notes because I ha- I realized I hadn't put this in there for a while and I didn't mean to. I just forgot to copy and paste it if I'm being fully transparent here. So I apologize for that. But it is essentially a free checklist that is breaking up with corporate. And what I do is show you an overview It's a two-page checklist where you can do different things of, you know, your preparation of how you want to break out of that corporate role. If it's transferring from one career to another or business, this is primarily focused on business or there's a business section in there, should I say, but there's a bunch of tips that will apply to you if you're transitioning to a career. And what I will probably do is create uh, an additional section in the future where I add in like, I'm transitioning from one career to another, what can I do a little bit differently? So I am going to add that in now that I realize when I reviewed it, 
how I stack that up. But um, go ahead and snag a copy of that in today's show notes. I'll put the link in here so that you can go ahead and get your copy. But thank you so much for tuning in. I really hope that this was helpful for you ladies. And for you single mamas out there, I understand exactly what you're going through. I know that it feels challenging, but anytime that you feel stuck or you're just like, oh my God, how am I going to do this? Honestly, please reach out. Don't feel like you have to struggle on your own. Like I am creating some new resources, some new opportunities, community space, and I don't want you to feel behind. I don't want you to feel like there are no options for you. I know how it is as as a single mom, like feeling how tight money is, how frustrating sometimes things can be. And there is a solution at the end of it all. Like you are going to be able to pave your own path. I promise you that even though when you're in the thick of it, it may not feel like it. I promise you that there are so many options and possibilities ahead for you. And I'm just excited to see you thrive. I know you may not feel like that in this moment, but I'm here. My purpose is to uplift you, to give you hope and to remind you of what's possible. And that on the other side of that mountain that you're climbing, there is so much peace. There is so much excitement and fulfillment. That is what it's all about is feeling fulfilled, feeling like you enjoy what you do and feeling like you get to contribute in a way that just feels amazing. So I want to remind you of that. And I'm so excited that you're here. Thank you for tuning in and I'll see you on the next episode. Was there a golden nugget or two that made you instantly think of a friend or loved one who could use some inspiration? If you've ever had someone text you something that made them think of you, it puts the biggest smile on your face, doesn't it? If you can share this episode with one person, imagine the ripple effect we can have together. Let's collectively bring all the warriors in our lives to create a reinvention revolution. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you could leave me a five-star rating and review over on iTunes. It only takes you about 60 seconds to let me know what you think and what you want to hear more of. I'm pouring my heart into bringing you this content and your review goes a long way. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you on the next one.